Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to the Four Persons Show on Blog Talk Radio. We are your enthusiastic and faithful Catholic apostolate. For more information about what we do, go to our show page at thefourpersons.com and our blog site at thefourpersons.net. To call in tonight with your comment or question, dial 515-602-9655. The number, again, is 515-602-9655. Yep, and we have a loaded switchboard tonight. 
Um, just really unbelievable. A lot of callers on, and I know who this one is, so let me type it in real quick. <laughs> so I'm typing in the name so I can remember who is who. Uh, let me bring Terry on. Terry, we got a loaded switchboard, a lot of enthusiasm tonight. How are you doing this evening? Oh, pretty good, sir. Pretty good. Uh, we got a yeah, we got a pretty good show uh, tonight. I got some guys that's gonna um, give their testimony. A lot of times, I'm I'm asked to give a uh, proof of the existence of God, and mm-hmm. many times I just hit my thump myself on the chest and say, "Here I am. I'm the proof." Yeah. And so yeah, I, that's I what we're going to do tonight. You know. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to tell you right off the right off the bat who we have, and uh, you tell me who to bring on and in what order, okay? Fair enough. We have Denny, we have Larry, we have Tommy, we have Tracy, and we have Rosario all on the switchboard right now. So who do we want to go to first? Um, Let's go to Larry first because Larry's bringing the first guy on that's going to do the testimony. Um, Okay. Then we'll listen to the testimony and then uh, bring, uh, of course, Deacon Denny is my uh, spiritual uh, counselor, so we'll bring him on, and uh, and we'll just op- open a dialogue. Fair enough. Larry, welcome to the Four Persons. How are you doing tonight? I am doing great. Thank you for having me on again. Uh, really great pleasure to be here. I don't know if Joey's on or not. Um, I'm trying to look for his phone number, but uh, he said he was going to come on. So I actually, uh, a little bit um, about, you know what? I had I had Joe and I had Rosario, uh, Rosario. I've got Joe. I lost Rosario. Uh, Rosario. I, I I had it switched. So Joe is on on hold, and uh, we're hoping uh, Rosario calls back in. So I'm, I think. Okay, corrected. great, great. So, um, yeah, I I don't know where to start with this ministry because I am not an ex offender and Joe is. Uh, he's going to give his testimony, and I don't know a lot about him. I just love him to death because he loves he loves the teaching of the Catholic Church, and he's been out for a number of years, uh, and he still goes to the unit to minister to his brothers in white. Um, a great testimony as to how God works, how these guys allow God to work in their lives, especially through the teaching of the Catholic Church, and that's... Um, I'm going to keep it short and, uh, short and sweet. Okay. All right. Go ahead and bring Joe on. Let him give his uh, testimony. Joe. Joe, welcome on taking it to the streets. Hi. Hi. Uh, this is Joe. Yeah. Rosario is my wife. She just wanted to listen in, really. I see. So, I see. Okay. That, that's how I want to call in to listen in. But she's listening in. And um, no, well. Uh, where do I start? Oh, start hey, with uh, hey, how, how you found uh, the the Catholic faith, or or how, you know how either okay. converted or reverted to the faith, and uh, and bring it bring us up to speed to what's going on now. Okay, well, um, I'm actually a revert into the faith because um, you know, growing up, you know, I was a cradle Catholic, and but you know, they didn't instill the baptismal promises that that you have when as a child you know they they make the promise to raise you in the faith and um so i lost touch of my faith i lost touch with god 
and I ended up going down the down a um an ugly road, the dark road, and um just getting in trouble, being involved with gangs, and you know, uh God could have, you know, let me go there, and I could have ended up, you know, dead or spending the rest of my life in prison, which was that was really what what I thought was going to happen, spending the rest of my life in prison, but God had something else. And I came to know about Jesus Christ. I came to know him. I became a Protestant when I was locked up. And um, I I started studying the faith more. And and don't get me wrong, God was right there with me, you know. And uh, as I got dove deeper into into my walk, I started seeing what I was fighting against, almost like Paul, the way Paul fought against Christians, that's the way I was fighting against the Catholic faith because all my family was raised Catholic. And so seeing that, wow, there's things that, that are here that the, these these Protestants, every time I go to a different service, they tell me something else. Maybe, you know, you can't lose your salvation. You know, you, you, it doesn't matter how you live as long as you accept Jesus Christ. And I was like, Oh, this other one just told me something different. So I, you know, I started really learnt, examining my faith in it. In it, I went to an Emmaus walk when I was on Union in two thousand and nine, and I started to, I started to question my walk, and I started to look at the faith, look at the Catholic faith, and I was like, oh wow, you know, I've been speaking against this, and um, God touched me during that walk. You know, so it sounds like really Joe. Did. It sounds like you came to realize that truth has to have unity. You can't have fifty thousand different truths. There has to be one unified truth, right? And that that kind of puts you on the path, right? I came to understand that, yeah, that that when Jesus Christ said, "My my church will be built on the hilltop, and the gates of hell will never prevail," I said, "Well, that 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 church has still got to exist, or or you know, right. you know." It, Jesus was telling the truth when he said that hell will never. And I started to, I said, man, that faith is is a Catholic faith. And I, and that's when I started like really, you know. And um, of course you're. I was locked up, so I was locked up 16 years. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, you know, you find it, you start learning about it, but then you know, I get sidetracked. You know, I get sidetracked and um. I started learning about my faith sometimes, and then I'd throw books under my bunk. And it wasn't until I went through, uh, it's called, uh, it was a, I went through the program. It's it's called uh, God's Boot Camp. And when I got there, it was like God just dropped me off on this unit where I went to go work and put me in a faith-based dorm. And I said, hey, so when's Mass? And they were like, once I said when's Mass, everybody looked at me like, like if I said something in a derogatory way or something, and they were like, "Are you Catholic?" and I said, "Yeah," and they were like, "Oh, this ain't a Catholic faith. Like this isn't this is a this is a Protestant program." Like, and I was like, "Oh wow!" So I, you know, I laid down in my bunk. I was in there for a week, and I laid down in my bunk, and I said, "God, what am I doing in here? Like, I'm a Catholic. Like, what am I doing? There's, you know, all I've been hearing is." And God spoke to me and said. You want to see? You want to examine your faith? You want to see how strong it is? Test it. And uh, that's what I did. I spent two years in that in that program, learning to to defend my faith. 
and learning. Mm-hmm. The, is there any cracks in this? Is, like, is there any cracks in this? Like, and I learned my faith there, and it made me so much stronger as far as my walk in my Catholic faith. And it made me so much stronger that, you know, as I came as I came out, that was towards the end of my time. So when I came out, I knew that I had to keep my number one. Like, I knew that after serving 16 years, asking God to help me, I said, there's no way I'm going to get out and be able to just say, oh, you know, throw the throw the Bible behind me and throw my face behind me and say, you know what? Now I got to do me. No, uh, I got out, I got out of, I got out in 2019, 2019, I got out and uh, I went to a halfway house drug treatment program and I was supposed to spend 60 days there, which that's what I did. But I'm going to tell you, I spent 14 days there with, before they let you walk out to go look for a job. And when I, the first day that I went to go look for a job, Monday, and by the time I got out of mass, we had to be back at 2.30, and I'm walking because, you know, I just got out, so I'm walking from the halfway house down the middle of Corpus Christi looking for a job. Well, actually, I went to mass. I didn't get the time to look for a job on Monday. Tuesday came around. I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to mass. And I went to mass again on Tuesday, the noon mass, and, um, Tuesday night, guy gives me a card and he says, "You know what? I'm not, I don't I don't do this kind of work. Um, this guy gave me a card here. You want it?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll call him." And I called him, and um, the next day I had a job, and I was as far I was probably getting paid the highest in that halfway house for getting that job. Not even the two, first two days I never even went to look for a job. I I went to mass and you know. And slowly, God's been helping me. There's been struggles, of course. You know, you get out after this time. I did two years on the GPS monitor, you know, and um, that's not an easy thing to do, schedule every movement that you do, you know. And um, I kept Mass in there. Every Sunday, I go to Mass. Every Sunday, I go to Mass. And um, that's that's what I tell people. Like, you got to stand on something. When you get out, like, you have a lot of people that they, they to profess to be Christian and, and they get out and I can't find the right church. I can't find the right mm-hmm. church. Right. I can go to any, anywhere in the, you know, anywhere in the, in the world and I'm going to find the Catholic church and know what's going on. That's what I love about our faith. Yeah. Right. And so Terry, what are you who... doing now, Joe, and uh, as far as, um, uh, I know Larry said you was reaching back and helping some of the guys, what what are you doing now for the uh, you know for those that are, are still locked up? So so what I've been doing now is um well when I got out you know there's I was limited because of the GPS monitor but as soon as that came off you know I had made a promise to to come back and and to go back to our brothers in light and just to you know I wanted to show them that a lot of people say you know when you get out you can do this you do that but you don't you don't serve God or you don't remember your brothers. So I joined the Kobe ministry and um, doing that, I've, I've got great friends in the, in the ministry that are, that have followed me from when I was locked up to when I'm now. And we serve together now. You know, I did a retreat in McConnell a while back. And um, I just like to, because I know how it felt like when somebody that came in to the prison that has been in prison and came in and said, man, you know what, you can do it. 
you know, and and you know, you just gotta you you gotta be strong. You gotta you, you can't take no shortcuts. That's what I tell the men in there. I say you can't take no. When I was on top of that roof on the American Bank Center and I was uh, spreading uh, I was silicone on that roof. You think I like that? I, you know, at the time I did. You know, and um, but. I said, you know what? I'm going to take whatever job they give me, and whatever job God God gets me, I'm going to do. And um, that's what I told the men. You know, I go in there and I help them with, uh, you know, RCIA sometimes, or I I go in there and just, you know, speak to them. They like to see people that that have gotten out and are doing it. You know, and that's just big for me, man, because it it doesn't only just bless them, man. It blesses me so much because it's just it's just a reminder, man, that like. To be grateful, to be grateful. God has done so much to me. I I have my own business. Um, I still have a, a I have a great job, and um, man, God, I mean, just it's just a. I tell people it's a structure of the faith. God, Jesus Christ was a man. He was he wasn't only God. He was a genius, man. I I love to go to the sacraments. I love going going to confession because it helps you. It helps you stay on the path. When you when you when you see the Eucharist, you have to be in it. You have to walk a certain way. You can't just go up there yeah. and not believe. You know, it's the body of Christ. I, you know, and and I gotta go up there a certain way. And I'm, you know, at church, I'm a Eucharistic minister. You know, I I'm a knight to Columbus. And I tell people, man, I said I remember before I went to prison, I said um, I could see every cop in the in and um they knew who I was. I said, now I see everybody from church. The priest knows who I am. The deacons know who I am. All the people from church know who I am. You know, because, you know, I changed, man. God changed me. You know? I have a beautiful wife, and, you know, she's, she's just as Catholic as I am. And, and God gave me everything with her, like, that I had asked for. Like, I said, I want a Catholic wife. I want somebody that's strong and doesn't doesn't allow me to just do what I want to do, you know. A lot, do what's best, and she serves in the faith. She serves. She too serves in prison ministry, and um, man, together, man, we do great things. That's fantastic. Awesome. That's pretty. Yeah, that's 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 the type of stuff we need to hear. Like, um, uh, not enough because, man, I know there's a lot of us. Uh, Tommy, he's kind of he's kind of uh, airwave shy. But he has a really great testimony, um, and there's a lot of brothers uh, that that are out here living the Catholic faith. Um, I would like for you to bring Deacon Denny on next because okay. I was Catholic when I first met uh, Deacon Denny, but I didn't have I didn't have that that fire, and uh, Deacon Denny helped ignite it. So Deacon, welcome. Well, hey, it's, it's it's really good to be be part of this. I'm I'm very honored and privileged to be part of that. And I've known Terry for a long, long time. I've known him from from when he was inside, and he got involved with the Brothers of Saint Dismas retreat. It's, it's similar to the Kobe Prison Ministry. But uh, what happens after at, at that is um, guys get on fire. The Holy Spirit comes and and lights the fire, and and then the they join the Brother St. Dismas, and that, that group uh, continues, uh, meets monthly. And, and like, uh, like at the WIN unit, uh, that that program now has grown to 160 members of Brothers of St. Dismas, 160 brothers. 
And the goal, the goal, and this is the goal not set by me, but set by them, is to get to 300. But um, uh, to get 300 by the end of the year. And so that's a tremendous thing, having 300 active participating Catholics all, you know, praising the Lord and coming to Mass and and celebrating Mass and uh, supporting one another, being there, not being afraid to talk about their faith, not being afraid to, um, you know, and and like Joe, I I, I commend you for um, staying in there with the faith-based uh, dorm and and uh, learning to to defend your faith because uh, you know that's the one true faith. You know, it's it's um, you know this idea once saved always saved. Uh, basically, um, well, it don't work. <laughs> I no, shouldn't say that. But it, it's uh, like there's lots of things that work. Jesus wants us to do. Uh, and really commands us to do one is to yes be baptized, yes, and well, accept him as our Lord and Savior and be baptized. But he also wants us to um, to receive the sacrament of Eucharist. He says, if you don't receive this, you shall not inherit eternal life. You don't receive Amen. the sacrament of the body and blood of Jesus Christ. He also says that um, uh, you are to those uh, when you go out and you feed the hungry and clothe the naked, visit sick and in prison, give drink to the thirsty. When you do that, it, he never said that. He says, I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. He says, whatever you do for the least of my brothers, you do for me. And that includes visiting the, and visiting the men inside, men and women inside prison. And so when we visit, when we visit inside prison, we're visiting, mm-hmm. we're visiting Jesus, uh, many Jesus Christs uh, inside prison. And then lastly, he says, obey my commands. If you love me, obey my commands, and you will inherit the kingdom of God. And that's how we get the kingdom of God. It is a lifelong journey. And I think with, with programs like, you know, Colby Ministry, Brother St. Dismas, Colby House, Dismas House, St. Anthony House, all these faith-based communities and faith-based uh, organizations are just doing a tremendous job helping men that are, in, um, you know, bringing the message of Jesus Christ, that message of hope, and love and forgiveness and joy and salvation and bringing that message into into the um, well we used to call it the devil's playground but bringing it inside prison and you know bring it to men that are discouraged that may have given up that are filled with despair and we dump out the despair and we fill them up with the, the grace i i sometimes refer to when you're out of gas when you're totally spiritually out of gas fill yourself up with graceline just pour in mm-hmm. that grace pour in that grace Turn to the Lord and say, Lord, I can't do this anymore. I need your help. And he's going to be there to uh, to pick you up and keep you going, keeping you strong in the faith, help you to resist the temptation. That's what that's what our faith is all about, is being right. there and picking up the broken pieces and, and gluing them lovingly back together in the beautiful image that he wants us to be. Yeah, you're so, you're so right, Deacon. You know, I've had people I've talked to that um, – that I, I've explained to them, you know, when they, they, they say to me, well, you know, I, I I can't believe I fell again. I can't believe I committed the same sin again. And I just, I got to get my strength up. I got to get my courage up so I can go back to confession. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You got it backwards. You go back to confession so you can get strong. You don't get strong so you can go back to confession. <laughs> you got to remember Amen. where the strength yeah. comes from. Sorry, Terry, didn't mean to cut you off there. No, no, um, no. That's that's a very good point, um, and uh, I, I preach that a lot myself. Confession, uh, you know, we, at, at the very least, every Catholic should be going at least once a, once a month. And I remember when I first became Catholic, and I was confessing really bad sins, 
uh, every time I went, and and it's almost a, a you know a sense of a, of accomplishment now that sometimes I go to confession and the priest would give me a look like, you know, like are you serious? Like really, that's what you, I had one priest. He, he didn't even give me a penance. I had to tell him before I left. I was like, Father, what what is my penance? He's like, oh, just say it out, Father, and three Hail Marys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's kind of, you know, it, it, and it feels good to to uh, to be able to walk in that grace. I had a question, and this is kind of um, for Deacon Denny, Larry, and Tommy, because you you guys are kind of, you know, uh, you know, leaders in your own uh, ministries. And I had a question, because all of y'all are, are out of Texas. Um do do y'all coordinate with one another or like assist if 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 there's assistance needed? Do y'all communicate at all? Now, Terry, just just to let you know, really quick, Tommy and Tracy are still on mute. Just so you know. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I need Tommy to answer that one too, and then okay, we can bring me... Tracy on. Yeah. All right, I'll bring Tommy on. Tommy, you're on uh, taking it to the streets. Welcome. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to be on. Uh, and me and Deacon Denny work very closely. We're part of the same organization. And uh, the other gentleman, I don't think I've met. I know y'all have talked before. He's the gentleman out of, uh, I believe, San Antonio. Is that right, Larry? Oh, okay. Uh, I am actually from uh, the Hill Country in Fredericksburg, and uh, Joey, uh, you're from, uh, are you from San Antonio or or Corpus? I forgot. Uh, I'm staying in Pleasanton. I live in Pleasanton right now, so it's a a stone throw away from San Antonio. Okay. Okay, so So, yeah, yeah, Tommy. The thought I had that, you know, the the prison ministry, um, man, it's, there's there's not a lot of interest in it, and uh, I was thinking if we started connecting, you know, of course in Texas, but I'm talking about around the United States, uh, we would be able to assist one another in areas where one might be lacking, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's always, uh, well, like for example, we uh, Brother St. Desmus and Kobe House, uh, we co- we cooperate with the Colby Prison Ministry again in Texas, but we we do get inquiries to come to the Colby House, which is a Catholic faith-based uh, uh, half. Uh, we call it um, uh, well, it's a transitional house, but it's a transformational house. It's a home, and it's where guys you know when they leave there, they say uh, you know they they refer to it as their home. That's where they live. That's that's their home. Uh, but um, we get we. Uh, Things coming in from from all over, all over the country. They're moving to Texas. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, as far as like bring... we go to the Colby thing, we go, we go to the Colby <laughs> conference once a year to make sure you know to advertise uh, the availability of the houses. And now we have uh, we have three or two houses right now, uh, and we're, we're we've got a property for the third house, uh, and it'll be you know that's that's on the drawing board. So. Awesome. Oh, John, you want to bring Tracy on and see um, if they have anything to say? Tracy, welcome to the four persons. Welcome to taking the streets. And I'll just say before uh, you speak, uh, Tracy, 
Um, Terry, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a show that had this many people on, and we're not getting feedback and background noise and all that squealing that we normally get. It's pretty unbelievable. <laughs> it shows the, the good Lord is working through the switchboard tonight. Well, it's yeah, good. I think it's, it's good. <laughs> and we're all grown. <laughs> <laughs> Before you bring Tracy on, uh, yeah, yeah, Tracy, I knew Tracy way back when he was at uh, when he was stationed at Connolly. So, um, my brother, good brother Tracy, man, welcome aboard. Yes, yeah. yeah, thank you, Larry. Huh? Tracy, you want to give us you want to give us a, a, a brief uh, a synopsis of your your uh, your journey? Oh, sure. Well, I've been locked up 26 years, and uh, and I had the opportunity to have Mr. Clara McCormick talk to Tommy that, that to, to, for me to get into this COVID transformational, and I was like calling him every day trying to get in, trying to make sure my spot is still available. But this is an awesome experience. I I wouldn't trade no other place. You know, this this. Kobe Ministries that they got here is beautiful. You know, they they do it, go and feed the homeless and they take them clothes. I just love it. You know, I just, it makes oh, me proud to Kobe be a Catholic. You're at the house in Houston? Yes. Oh, awesome. Okay. All right. All right. Didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're fine. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I had, like, uh, like Larry said, I've been knowing Larry for a minute now. I became a Catholic when I was down there in, in the Connolly unit, and uh, it's no turning back. You know, I, I just love love the faith. And I like, like I said, here at the Kobe House, we have fellowship together, we have mass together, and we, Bible studies, and you know, it's just an awesome experience. Tracy, awesome, it's an awesome, awesome God that we serve, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's awesome God. Oh, hey, my wife's here listening, and Dickie Denny, she said she misses making those bags. Come on down anytime. Oh, can can I tell a, a little personal story about your wedding there, Terry, or is that too personal? Sure, no, go ahead, man. That's an awesome story, and glory to God. Yeah, you brought up you brought up Loretta, so well. Um, uh, uh, Loretta and and Terry, uh, Loretta was not uh, she was not baptized yet, yet she and she wanted to get married in the church. So what mm-hmm. happened is on a Saturday, uh, the priest, our, our priest at, at St. Maximin Colby, agreed, and I got there was a lot of paperwork, but we got a lot of everything signed. So she was baptized at ten. She was, um, let's see, she was baptized, and then they had uh, a, a mass with a Marriott wedding in it. She was baptized, confirmed, had the wedding, received her first communion at the wedding mass, and uh, it, the, all that happened in one day. So she received oh, baptism. And, and her first confession on the same day too. There was yeah, five all, all seconds that one day. It was amazing. Wow. It was nothing short of miracle. And here's the thing about that is that um, you know, several years now. That's that's been. Oh, you guys have been married for a while, uh, and you know, we for that years. That was in and, 20, um, 
seventeen, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, six six years ago. And yeah. still to this day, every time she sees my wife and I, she says, you know, my wedding day was the best day of my life. It was the best <laughs> day of my life. And it, it just it just tickles my my wife to no end and me as well. It's just you know that you know that sometimes the church is accused of having too many rules and regs and all that kind of stuff. But that one day, yep. all the all the tumblers came together and all the all the stars lined up and and God was pulling pulled all the strings and everything came together and it was a beautiful a, beautiful beautiful day. What a fantastic oh, story! Oh, hey, and then then my wife said, you know, don't forget that we got to eat with the priest that day. You know, that was really a big a big thing for her. <laughs> the yeah, priest wouldn't right. take my money. He would he wouldn't take my money. And so, you know, I was still kind of, you know, uh, young and, and forceful. And so I kind of forced it in his hand. And uh, so he just took the money and said, okay, where y'all want to eat at? <laughs> yeah, we went out for steak. That was a beautiful thing. Beautiful. Yeah, that was an awesome day. Um, and, you know, I think uh, I would like to do more shows like this. I would like to get Oscars. Testimony. I would like to dedicate some shows to like, you know, and I know the guys who are going to do it are going to have to, you know, because it's it's not always easy talking about, you know, um, your journey. It's not it's not always it don't always roll off the tongue if you're trying to do it just just off the cuff. So sometimes you got to do a little studying and 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 mm-hmm. you know write down you know specific. Uh, uh, chronological uh, events uh, that took place or whatnot, but I would like to start every now and then dedicating the whole show to one person to just come on and just tell us from from the beginning to the end, from before the beginning of your faith. Like you know, what what had you? I, I heard uh, Joe, you said uh, you were involved with uh, gangs, and that's one of the things that kind of had me wrapped up too. And uh, you know, some of the other things that you know, uh, um, I have the devil uses as as like a a hook to to keep you in in his his kingdom with the the little K. And, and, and I try think that's to a. Keep you from... I think it's a fantastic idea, Terry. And and when people go to the website, thefourpersons dot com, and click on you as as a team member, it brings up all the shows that you're associated with. So. People would would see that, and they'll see under under Terry Delp, they'll see, you know, Terry's story, Larry's story, Tommy's story, Tracy's story, Joe's story. I I think it's a great idea, uh, because what yeah. you guys, the testimony that you guys give is so very important. I I don't want you to miss how important it is, because there's a lot of people out there, and I've, you know, I don't have the background that you that you guys have. I'm not going to claim that I do. But there's been a lot of times when I've given into that temptation to think, well, I, I've messed up too bad. God can't save me. I'm I'm beyond all hope. I've fallen into that trap myself, and there are a lot of other people I've fallen into that trap. And you guys have the street credibility to be able to say, no, 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 no. God can save me. He can save anybody. You know. I know that's right, brother. You you've got that credibility. And uh, it's very, very important. Amen, amen. And and uh, a lot of times, man, that's why I try to I try to tell folks is like 
our our stories are extreme, right? I mean, God, I mean, literally reached down into a, a man-made hell and, and pulled us out, right? So our, our stories are a little bit extreme. But I, I like to, when I'm testifying to, to people who have no idea of what I'm talking about or, or can't even imagine the life that, that you know, that we've lived, I try to remind them, like, yeah, my story might be extreme. I was on, but I was on the same boat that a lot of you guys are on. And I'm talking right. to the crowd that have never, you know, maybe never uh, did anything, you know, that was uh, so obviously sinful, you know. Uh, and uh, and I tell them I was on the same boat that a lot of y'all are on right now, and that's, that's that one-way boat to hell. I say, yeah. uh, just because I've done some extreme things, just because I've been to prison, doesn't make my story much different than yours. Just because the, the thing is, we all need Jesus Christ. We all need the sure. sacraments of the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. And just because you're, you, you've never, you know, robbed nobody or shot nobody, if you haven't submitted your will to Jesus Christ, you're going to hell, you know. It don't matter how extreme or, or or moderate your sin is. If you if you haven't submitted your will to Jesus Christ, you're you're going to hell. And um, and now of course our stories are a lot more colorful, and uh, people like to hear these uh, these extreme uh, cases of of uh, conversion. And uh, and I'd like to get uh, more of it out there on the air. If y'all are willing to, uh, you know, sit down for 45 minutes and and give a, a really complete testimony of your story, how you know what you was doing before, what um, led you to Catholicism, and, and, or, or and let me just say this. Let me just say this, Terry. If any of you are not comfortable in telling your story live, we, we can we can tape it. We can do a video call or something like that. We can tape it and play it on a on a tape delay, and uh, and and even if you, if you want to do it that way, the beauty of taping it is I've got editing software, so you can tell me, oh, I want you to take that part out or that that part that I said there, I, I don't want that to be on there, and and we can go and do that. Uh, the important thing is, like Terry said, getting your story out there, you know, where where people can hear it. Very important. Especially for guys getting out, uh, convicts that are that are, are Catholic and are getting out of prison, um, the world and I know all of all of you guys that's been to prison that's on right now. I know all of y'all have experienced this. The world just automatically assumes, you know, once a convict or is a convict, you know, you, there's there's no way you're going to change. Yeah, you put on a song and dance, and you made everybody believe you was a Christian. But we know what's really going to happen. I know when I walked out of uh, the walls unit, uh, the guy that let me out uh, to my freedom, uh, he told me, he said, we're going to keep a cell open for you. You know, I mean, yeah. and, and and the whole world is, is it, it seems like the whole world is against you, right? And um, so our stories are, are really particularly necessary for, for Catholics that are just getting out and are, are are wanting to live their faith, and and they're looking at the world, and and the world is is like you know sneering at them and telling them that they're going to go back and trying to hinder their faith. 
uh, well, I believe our stories will strengthen their faith, you know. Because people who well, say Terry. that, Terry, have missed the point. They've, they've, they've missed the point, okay? They're, they're actually right in one respect. Joe and Tracy, Tommy and Larry and Terry cannot change. You can't. You can't change from oh. the person that you were. But there's no limit right. to what God can do. There's no limit That's to what right. God can do. That's what it boils down to. Right. When you start realizing that it's not your work, it's God's work. Well, that's when the whole dynamic changes. Okay. Right. I'd like to, if yes, I could like to say something right quick. Yeah. Um, I like to, to think that, man, with guys that are coming out that are Catholic, I tell them, man, you, you've got to keep doing, do you miss mass? Because I talk to them when they're locked up and they're going home and they're like, no, we don't miss mass. I said, that's exactly the way you have to do it when you get out. I said, because one day you're gonna, one Sunday you're gonna miss, and then you're gonna be like, oh, a little bit further and a little bit further. I said, man, that's what you want to know. What kept, keeps me successful, keeps me going, keeps me pushing, being active in the in the faith, being active in the church. You know, that's yeah. that's the thing that 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 helps. That's, uh, that's the thing that. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I no, think I'm going to say something. Yeah, I do. I want to say something. And and Joey brings up a great point because there's a lot of guys that are very, very faithful Catholics while they're locked up. And a bunch of them, they're teaching RCIA and what have you. And I think I brought light to this in our last uh, talk show that I see a lot of these guys that get uh, that come out on parole and all of a sudden it's a big candy store out there. And what I'm noticing is that they stop going to church and uh, they fall away. So the concern is how do we bring them back? Because there is a, a loss of their salvation. You know, there's great concern for their souls. And so, um, you know, it's, it's another issue that I think needs to be addressed. And, and I don't know how to go about doing that. Maybe Joey can um, maybe bring some light to that. I don't know. I think uh, Tracy wanted to say something. Uh, well, yeah. I, well, since he brought that point up, I'd like to comment on that point first. Uh, I think maybe that we should, you know, a lot of brothers that have been incarcerated, they know how to talk to each other, right? Because we, you know, we got that lingo where we talk to each other, even though we don't, uh, we become uh, Catholic brothers. But we know how to try to, like, look, brother, what's going on? to pull you back, you know, saying maybe we need to come talk to you. Because since I've been out, I done talked to a lot of brothers on the phone, and we just ecstatic, you know, that, and and I encourage them to continue to, to stay on the path as well, and they do the same to me. And so we we kind of pull each other to lift each other up, and that's what I noticed about Catholic brothers. We always reach and, and grab the hand of another brother that might be falling. So I think we just got to continue to to try to reach out to brothers that might have missed the mass here and there and try to, hey, brother, what's going on? See what's hey, going you, on with him. Do you guys mind if I ask the question here? Uh, Deacon, I want to sure. ask you this question, and, and I'm asking it because I, I don't know the answer, so I, I'm throwing it out there for what it might be worth. You guys are supporting each other, lifting each other, and holding each other accountable. Um, how much of this the the backsliding do you think might be caused by someone gets out in the real world and they and they're they're 
they're trying to integrate back into society and, and they're going in there with this attitude that I'm a new person, I'm a new creation, kicks them in the head. Because, uh, you know, you're like Terry was saying a minute ago, you know, you're trash and you'll always be trash. You know, if somebody's calling you trash every day after a while, you start to believe it. How much of it is, is, is that a factor? John, I'm going to tell you from personal experience. I got out in 2009, and I was on fire. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was on fire telling just complete strangers on the bus stop all about my faith, you know. And I went to a and – and, and so and this is the thing. We need that group. We need that group of brothers to hold one another accountable. I was, I, I mean, of course I was going to Mass, but I didn't know any other Catholics in the area where I paroled to in San Antonio. So I went to a, uh, um, is a we prayed the rosary for 40 days in front of an abortion clinic, right? And And the devil has been around since the time of Adam and Eve. One of us cannot cannot beat the devil, not one of us. He's always going to attack us where we're weakest at. And if you've been locked up for a decade or more and you get out and you're under 40 years old, your main weakness is going to be a female. And uh, that's how he he got me to fall. Uh, I I got into mortal sin, stopped going to church, and and I was... uh, I, I I had fallen, man. I was I was headed back towards uh to hell, and uh, I, I I I I cried out to God in mortal sin. Still, I cried out to God. Uh, you know, um, you know, show me if what I'm doing is wrong. You know, and um, and I and I almost uh, it's a whole nother story. I almost I almost got uh killed, and um. And that was the moment when I was like, okay, God answered my prayer. And I was able to go to confession. I moved to Houston and and surrounded myself with uh, the brothers of St. Dismas. But that was my story. But everybody has a weakness, you know, whether it be, you know, uh, and and almost everybody, like I said, if you've been gone more than 10 years and you're under 40 years old, uh, that female temptation. I mean, if the devil can get you into one mortal sin, he's gonna he's gonna do his best to hold you until he can kill you and drag you down into hell. And so, you know, we've got to be conscious of of one another's weaknesses, so that when we see one another slipping, we can pick each other up. You know. Yeah, and and that's that's the important thing. If um, if you go back and look at the numbers. People that are unchurched coming out of prison, men coming out of prison, between 40 and 60 percent will probably return to return to prison because they'll either reoffend or violate parole. And between 40 and 60, so I mean, out of every hundred guys that get out of prison, 40 to 60 are going back. Now that number goes down if they go on a retreat and they're plugged into like a faith-based community in prison. Number goes down below 20 percent, so that's a significant drop. But the problem still remains. Once they get out, they've got the scarlet leather on their on their forehead that they've been in prison, and so they may be on fire. They may be a, a completely transformed uh, uh, servant of the Lord, a man of God, but uh, people have to accept them for who they are now, not who they were, and that's where programs like uh, the Kobe House uh, and and things like that work. Because what it does 
is um, in, in the case of the Colby house, we have three things that work for us. One, we have a house. Two, we've got someone like Tommy who has just got the zeal of a missionary uh, to go to bat for these guys over and over and over again and be there always for them, a shepherd for them all the time. And three, we've got a connection with a, a local parish, which is the St. Maximin Colby uh, Parish, uh, just a couple miles away. And so men from that parish come over and they participate every Tuesday night in, in the mass that we have. We have a celebrated mass every Tuesday night at the, at the, uh, at the well, we built a chapel behind the house. It's called the Chapel of Divine Mercy. So every, every, Tuesday, every Tuesday night we have mass celebrated there. Then every Wednesday night we have pizza, prayer, and popcorn. Again, guys come over from, from uh, you know, St. Maximilian Colby, volunteers, ministers. They come over and they participate and we have pizza. We have popcorn and we have prayer. We watch uh, oftentimes it's video based and then we, um, we discuss it later and we end with either a prayer or a rosary. Uh, and, and it's those types of things that keep the guys connected and help them get fully reintegrated in a real strong way and a successful way back into uh, society. But here's the problem. There aren't, there aren't enough Colby houses. There aren't enough uh, Dismas houses. There aren't enough St. Anthony houses. They need to have, there needs to be a thousand of them. Where we got two, and they need to be 2,000. Get it all. Amen. Over the and I, yeah, that's Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> and we need to, well, man, well, with a missionary zeal, a missionary zeal to, to go out and, and, um, well, and the thing is, the men at the, at the, at the Colby House, I'd put them up as far as their faith, I'd put them up against any guy, uh, any parishioner at St. Maxman Colby. They are as devout. They are um, on fire for the Lord. In fact, they do uh, they do all homeless outreach programs where they actually mm-hmm. go under the bridges and they hand out care packages of, of, of food and clothing. Uh, and as of uh, been doing this for two years, and as of uh, the June distribution, we've done over thirty six thousand pounds of um, care packages, uh, thirty six thousand pounds of food wow. in the form of five pound care packages. Going out to, to men on the street, women on the street, mostly men, but out to them that are homeless and uh, being there for them and encouraging them, showing them that we care. I think well, that's, let me, you know, that's the old adage. You know, no one cares what you know until they know that you care. And, yeah, uh, let me just say this, Deacon. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Um, you guys, I mean, this is a megaphone here, you know, for you guys to use. And, and, and I consider Terry a brother. Uh, you guys won't get any judgment from from me. I consider all of you all of you brothers, um, because I know what it's like to feel like you know I'm completely lost. And then I was found. The only thing that I'm going to say though, is all all of you from Texas, don't even try to get me to be a Dallas Cowboy fan. Ain't happening. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the only Dallas, line I draw. Go Dallas. <laughs> okay. You mean, yeah. I'm not a Houston Astro fan. That's that's a better Houston Astro. Yeah, for real. So it does take community. It does take community. It takes, um, you know, uh, strong Catholic men, uh, not only keeping one another accountable, but but knowing, okay, I got a problem. Who who can I go? Man, and okay, so now I'm living in Ohio, and I don't have, I don't have that community up here that I had down there, but believe me, I am uh, 
I am working on establishing a chapter of Brothers Same Distance up here. I am working on it. Um, Amen. But the uh, community is necessary. Uh, um, sometimes I find myself up here now. I am, you know, uh, in this neighborhood, the people that know me, just because of the, the way I am, I'm I'm the what I like to call the go-to guy. If if my neighbor, I got a, a a single mother living next door, and if her tire gets flat at 2 a.m. in the morning, and she's going to give me a call, and she knows that me and my wife are going to come out there and help her, you know. Um, but when I have problems, when I have, you know, something I'm dealing with, I, I don't I don't have nobody to go to. Yeah, of course I pray about it and this and that. But it takes other Catholic men. You need other Catholic men in your life. In, that that community of of strong Catholic men, uh, in order to keep one another in, uh, headed straight towards Jesus. That's that's and that community is necessary to keep one another strong in Christ. You know, I think. The scripture alludes to it over and over and over again, you know, and it's the same thing now, even with us as ex-convicts, I mean, we're, just because we're ex-convicts, I mean, we were strong men before we became Catholic, now we're Catholic, so we're all Catholic, strong men, you know, and we need that community of other like-minded men in order to keep us pointed in the right direction, because like I said, the devil is very intelligent. And it's going to attack you wherever you're weakest. And and when you got to your brothers that that know your strengths and your weaknesses, they can tell. Hey, hey, like Tracy said earlier, like hey, brother, what's going on, man? I see, uh, you know, you know this or that, you know, uh, and, and keeping one another both accountable and uh, like the Bible says, iron sharpens iron. You know, well, if you're a sword by yourself long enough, your sword's going to get dull. Brother Terry. Yes, sir. Uh, I have some brothers talking to me on the phone, and uh, they were telling me, like, man, do you know this guy here, he's he's converted Catholic, and he's converted Catholic. And I was like, these brothers that I don't grew up with, you know, in, in, the, in the unit. And I was just so proud. I have no idea what that is. What's going on, John? Not me. Hold on a second. Not me. I don't know what that is. Not me. It's, it's my phone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. Okay. Six minutes of warning. That. <laughs> well, it was my phone. I thought I had it turned off. If I if I could say something right quick, it's a joke. Um, I have 35 days left of parole, and for What's since up? I got out, right. I was. I was not allowed in in a county in Texas, but that's where I spent the last two and a half years of my prison sentence was on the Torres unit, five days. And after that, I'm going to go visit my brothers over there in the Torres unit and let them know that it's for real, that this faith that's walk is up. for real. That's Man. what's up. Tracy, Tracy yeah, had, uh, Tra- Tracy had a uh, celebration today. I sure did. Oh, Thank you, Tommy. I, I unplugged my monitor. Hey, good. So you got rid of it? Yeah, I just got to take it in Wednesday, but I unplugged it. Oh, that was a great thing. I, I thank Pro God. Pro officer called him and told him to unplug it. 
that he was off. Well, that's that's I'm, good, man. I'm glad to hear it. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank good you. Good deal, Tracy. Good deal. Wow. Well, uh, no, what, what I'm saying is it's all about connectedness, about um, a yeah. man connecting with with um, other men, uh, a, a, and a man connecting with a church, with his church, and a, a man connecting with God. And all those connections, when they're strong, when they're healthy, then you've got a man, a, a servant of the Lord that's fully 100% committed to being uh, being a follower of Jesus Christ. And and that's what we're looking, that's what we're building, and, and that's what we're seeing. When when uh, when all this program works, uh, men of God are the result. Fully reintegrated, successful men of God, uh, serving the, happy to serve the Lord, happy to roll up their sleeves and cheerfully do the work of the Lord wherever that might be. That's, it's a blessing. It's just such a blessing to see it. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Terry. Oh, oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm a, I, we got we to wrap it up here shortly. But, um, and I, you know, I know it's my, my show comes on Saturday evenings on the weekend. And I know a lot of y'all have, you know, other obligations and whatnot. But I would like to do this again Um Maybe, uh, Tommy, you can give them my number, uh, and Larry, you can give Joe my number, and uh, we'll start uh, connecting a little bit more. And uh, I would like to start doing at least two shows a month, uh, having brothers come on and give their entire testimony, like, you know, from the beginning to to now, and, uh, with right. you know, uh, with the, the things that, that – like for me, okay, I, I became Catholic. <laughs> so when I became, I was I was a gang leader on the Beto One unit, and uh, I noticed that the Catholic services had absolutely no security guards in there. So I was like, hey man, that's a good place to hold meetings. And so, in order to not get the, the services shut down, I got with other gang leaders. And and we kept uh, like a police force going on in there so that the mass was never disturbed. And uh, that's right. Wouldn't you know it that uh, since everybody had to keep their mouth shut during mass, the only person to listen to would be the priest. And uh, and the priest got me. Uh, he got me thinking about the things, you know. And. Uh, so that's why I like to say the devil can use a crooked stick to draw. I mean, uh, God can use a crooked stick to uh, draw a straight line because the devil had me thinking I, I, I was one up, uh, but God used that to uh, to bring me to the Catholic faith, you know. And it's those little yeah. details that I would like to hear in these these uh, these testimonies because I know you weren't. None of us were just sitting in our cell one day. It was like, hey man, I think it'd be a good idea to be Catholic. You know what I'm saying? Um, yep. so nope. y'all y'all right. keep in touch with me and uh let's 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 uh let's put something together uh on this taking it to the streets show. Maybe once a month or twice a month we can have a, a testimony. Uh one guy just come on and, and, and give all glory to God, you know? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Down for it. Deacon, would you hey. lead us in a closing prayer, please? Sure, I'd be honored. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. 
Jesus, you are the son of the eternal father, and you are the son of Mary Immaculate. Um, Through our baptism, you invited us to share our gift of our lives in service to others. Be with us as we choose each day to show your presence in our world. Give us courage and generosity to respond to your love and to your call. Pray especially for those who serve you as priests and brothers and sisters and deacons, and especially lay ministers who are working in the prison ministry. Keep them especially close to you. Grant all the faithful true generosity in following your call. And bestow on us all the grace of your Holy Spirit to persevere in overcoming all obstacles to our vocations. Amen. So it may always be. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, let's let's uh, shoot you. for another show together uh, maybe two weeks from, from now if, if you all are available. Amen. We'll be in contact. We'll be in contact, Terry. Hey, Actually, three right. weeks three weeks from now will be better. Two weeks from now, I'm going to be working that evening, so that's going to be uh, difficult for me. And we're going to have to make other arrangements for that show. But uh, we'll, me and Terry will, will get together off off the air, and we'll we'll work it out. All right. Sounds good. All right. God bless. Thank you. Thank right. you. God, God bless y'all. Never bye all right, folks, and now we're going to get into the second half of our doubleheader, special doubleheader show tonight. Catholicism Rocks kicks off now. You are listening to the Four Person Show on Blog Talk Radio. We are your enthusiastic and faithful Catholic apostolate. For more information about what we do, go to our show page at thefourpersons.com and our blog site at thefourpersons.net. To call in tonight with your comment or question, dial 515-602-9655. The number, again, is 515-602-9655. Looking for a Catholic counselor? Dr. Peter Claponis, Deb Rojas, and the team at Integrity Counseling Services provide faithful Catholic counseling in Pennsylvania and beyond. We offer telehealth and in-person counseling for porn addiction, betrayal trauma, anxiety, depression, marriage counseling, and much more. You can find us at IntegrityCounselingPA.com or 610-601-9781. That's IntegrityCounselingPA.com or 610-601-9781. Looking for a Catholic counselor or coach? Dr. Fred Boley provides faithful Catholic counseling and coaching for men in Missouri and beyond. He conveniently offers telehealth services for anxiety, depression, marriage counseling, or just getting stuff done. You can find him at stbarn.org or 872-269-1280. Once again, the number is 872-269-1280.
is a Catholic recording artist, multi-award winning songwriter. She sings contemporary and folk rock music. She has been in the music industry for over five years. Her music is her ministry. She aims to help people that suffer from all kinds of pain in life and try to bring them to the Lord through her music. She has three albums out and her music is being played on radio stations all over the world. Her website is lisamarinacole.com and she is on social media. Her music page is facebook.com Lisa Songs of Worship. YouTube at Lisa M. Nicole. Instagram Lisa underscore Marie underscore Nicole underscore official. Her songs can be purchased on her website, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, and everywhere else. Her merchandise store has everything for her ministry and can be accessed through her website. Her new CDs will be available very soon and can be purchased through her website. She counts herself blessed that God has chosen her to help spread his message. She is Lisa Marie Nicole. Get her music today. The Four Persons Inc. is a licensed 501c3 nonprofit. All rights reserved. No use of our content is allowed by law without our permission. Our goal is to bring you the very best Catholic content possible. Going forward, we will continue to bring you the best apologists, educational programming, devotionals, and live charitable and social outreach and activism. However, we cannot continue to bring this great programming without your help. All of our members are volunteering their time and efforts, but the hosting, programs, licensing, and subscriptions needed to keep this going costs money. Right now, our credit card platform is not yet operational, but you can still send your tax-deductible gift to the Four Persons Inc. P.O. Box 11214, Manassas, Virginia, 20113. That donation address again is the Four Persons Inc. P.O. Box 11214, Manassas, Virginia, 20113. If you are interested in advertising on our shows or have any questions or comments of any kind, email us at email at thefourpersons.com or call us at 240-728-6531. And now, welcome to Catholicism Rocks brought to you by our friends at catholicismrocks.com. This is our weekly Sunday night show dedicated to the premise that there is nothing better than being a Catholic. Sunday night show is now going to become our regular Saturday night show, and at least for a while, Ed Gravelin is not going to be available as the um, show host, had to take a little bit of a medical leave, so 
for this week at least and in the next couple of weeks we we got a couple of things going on in the next couple of weeks that we're going to have to iron out but at least for this show and going into the future it's going to be myself and my co-host who I'm going to try to bring on right now if the technology works Cherry are you there We have Cherry Maestro Mallorca from the Philippines. And uh, how's it feel to be co-hosting Catholicism Rocks? Hello, everyone. Hi, Jen. How are you? Do you hear me? Yep. I I hear you loud and clear. Why don't you... um, Thank you for having me. You're certainly welcome. And um, why don't you... Start by uh, there were some things you want to say to tell everybody about Catholicism Rocks. Go ahead. All right. First of all, I am grateful for having me part of this show. The Catholicism Rocks, indeed, is a very powerful platform and community to promote Catholics, especially those who are and connect with one another. This site is for you and by you. We want to give you a platform to share your opinions, ideas, and questions and provide what you think could be good solutions to this ongoing crisis in the church. So what is this amazing in this Catholicism rock? You know that we are having uh, so many problems in the church right now. The world is against us. The world is against the faith. Many of our priests are failing us. Our job is to become saints and to help one another and our children to become saints as they are called to be. Most everyone has abandoned the faith or simply goes to Mass because it is something that they have always done. We want a better for our church and for our children. It is difficult though when you are isolated. That is why we created this website to help you connect with us. For the knowledge that we have, the knowledge that were given to us by God, we want to share it with you and with one another. So my partner, Jan, uh, thank you for having me. Thank you for uh, making me as part of this amazing show, thepoorperson.com. I am blessed to have you. God is good. God is great. Yeah, this has really turned out to be form, and we really have, uh, in in addition to Catholicism Rocks, we have a great platform over here, and and we're doing very well working together as partners, Um, and we've got some great apologists here. We've got William Hemsworth. We've got Luke Haskell. We've got Ken Litchfield, uh, Terry Delp, who is just on with us now. we, we got a we got a pretty good group here, um, and and we have some some great specials. Last night we had uh, Swan Sona on, a uh, great show, with William Hemsworth. Had Gary Machuto on earlier today. We're just really doing uh, really doing a lot of great things. But having said that, Cherry, you're you're right. I mean. The church is is in trouble right now. The church has got a lot of uh, a lot of problems. So, you have the ability to give us a little bit of an insight that we don't have here in the states. Um, what are some of the unique challenges facing the church in the Philippines as opposed to the United States? Well, 
All right. So uh, thank you so much for just uh, giving me the opportunity to share. As the Filipinos, we are uh, actually uh, faithful Catholics by nature, but a lot of um, different uh, Christian denominations are actually uh, coming out and that's how somehow make confusions to the new generation. So with this Catholicism wraps as our uh, mission is to provide a, um, a media that ministry that serves Christ by explaining and defending the Catholic faith, especially to the new generation. We help Christians grow in their faith. As we bring former Catholics home, we lead non-Catholics into the fullness of the faith. We use various media platforms. So I am making also some blogs and videos in my YouTube channel, Miss Sherry Acronym Lady. And I also have LinkedIn and this uh, Facebook group, The Catholicism Rock, is also part of my ministry as I contribute my videos and yep. blogs every day. And we're going to be taking those videos that she's made. Uh, we'll be reviewing them after the show, and we'll upload them to our YouTube site too. So Cherry's uh, uh, going to be helping us with that. And um, we also have Chantal Rains, who is also in the Philippines, who has uh, kind of taken over as our so- social media uh, expert. So we just we, – we've got a lot of stuff. There are a lot of balls in the air between Cherry's – uh, Cherry's apostolate, Catholicism rocks, and the four persons are three different apostolates that are all working together uh, in partnership, in fellowship. Because Cherry, we all serve the same God. We're all we're all on the same mission, right? Right, right. That's true. So we have one God. We have one faith. So we have one mission to share this. And this the actually the goal and mission of Catholicism is to connect all Catholics, not only in the Philippines, not only in Ireland, in the United States, but all over the world. Mm-hmm. That is not easy, right? No, it, no it, it's, it's not easy. But I can remember a time in my lifetime when it would have been impossible. I mean, I, I'm literally, I, I want you folks to think about this. I'm having a conversation on the air that can be heard all around the world. And I'm having that conversation in real time with somebody who lives 9,000 miles away from me, 15,000 kilometers away from me. And, and yet we're having a conversation with each other in real time and broadcasting that conversation literally around the world. Uh, that is yeah. that is the power of evangelism today is uh, unprecedented. And what a shame that so many people are using this, this vast untapped area of technology uh, for all of the, all of the wrong things. And, uh, but we're, but you know, we're trying to use it for the right thing. So, Talk a little bit about the people at Catholicism Rocks. Uh, Talk about the directors and and the group over there and and kind of what they're doing. Um, Actually, personally, Sean and uh, Sean Mary as the director and the founder of the Catholicism Rocks invited me to, to help this ministry by creating videos, by connecting with them. Although I am quite busy in the past days and uh, 
I was able to create only few videos and interviews like my interview with Patrick Patrick. But um, in God's time, in God's will, with the technology and the resources that are available, I will be able to, to make more videos with them. And um, hopefully the other workers, the other members of this Catholicism rack also will support us, especially me because of this. Yeah, you, you told us about the distance, the time that we have. We may have different time, different distance, orientation. But with our one mission, I believe that uh, together we can make it. We can make a difference with the, the different talents that God has given to us. Uh, for the other members of the uh, Catholicism Rocks, they can uh, visit the website and to see contributors and other uh, people behind this uh, mission. Yep. So let's take a look at the website right now. Let's, uh, I'm, I'm pulling it up, Catholicism Rocks, to kind of walk you through it. I type in very slowly. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you, because I'm only holding my uh, my cell phone right now. R so right. Uh, while you're scrolling that, uh, I would like to tell, uh, ask the people to please, uh, this Catholicism rap is more than just a website. It is actually a movement of faithful Catholics who are not afraid to stand up for their beliefs and values. We are a family here. As one family, we must support each other in prayer, and in action, as uh, St. Benedict said, prayer and uh, work must work. We are a voice that speaks against the evil of our time, and we proclaim the gospel through our life. So yeah. please join us, not only today. You're, so, uh, you're right. It's not just a website. It's more like an interactive community. Uh, there are so many mm -hmm. ways for you to get engaged. There's, there's the forum. There's uh, people, um, almost everyone who's a member has the opportunity to contribute with tribute on the forum. There's an Ask Father section. Uh, there's an area to shop for merchandise. There's videos and podcasts. Uh, there's areas to get involved with uh, spiritual adoption. I, I mean, it just the, the website is really amazing and really well put together. And they are affiliated with a lot of different pro-life organizations. I, I, pro-life is very, very important here. 40 Days for Life, Priests for Life, uh, LifeNews.com, uh, Catholic Boat, uh, Abby J, and uh, the American Life League. And in fact, American Life League, I used to, I used to live like only two miles from where that is actually uh, centered in uh, mm -hmm. Front Royal Virginia. So. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they, they're just, they're just doing a lot of things and their group, their Facebook group is not a small thing. I mean, um, let me, let me pull it up here. It's actually growing. It's more than 49,000 members. More than 49,000 members on, on that group. That's, uh, the, the website. Yeah. Um, oh. That, that yeah, on the website, more than forty nine thousand members, and in the um, the Facebook group, uh, almost eight hundred members. So um, there, the, you know, there's a lot of reach. There's a lot of reach there, but they're very, very selective. They want uh, they they want legitimate, faithful, devout 
Catholics. They don't want cafeteria Catholics in this group, uh, Catholics who are, uh, you know, cultural liberals who, you know, say they're Catholic, but you know, the Catholic, but Catholics, you know, I'm Catholic, but I'm pro-abortion. I'm Catholic, but I'm pro-gay uh, marriage or, or what have you. Uh, there's none of that going on here. Um, the other thing about it is the other thing about it is how much they are reaching out to affiliate themselves with other Catholic organizations and other Catholic apologists. For instance, almost all of the members of the four persons are also members of Catholicism Rocks. And um, anything you wanted to add? Yeah, that's good. I am actually a part of the Catholicism Rocks first, but you you were my friend for more than two years already. So it's a partnership. I work for you, and I work for the Catholicism Rocks. So wow, has it, has it been that long? <laughs> wow. It's really a, a challenge and an opportunity and a blessing for me to share my videos, my blog, yeah. and my... Um, and, and the interesting thing, you like you said... Catholicism Rock is uh, Catholicism Rocks is founded by Sean Murray uh, in Ireland. So now you have three different perspectives. You have the Philippines, you have Ireland, you have America. It's the same Catholic faith. It's the same Catholic faith, the same uh, joy that that we um, you know that we express and. We were overjoyed when they asked to become uh, part of, you know, our uh, operation here and, and, you know, how that's going to change over time. Uh, you know, we'll see. They they may add more than, you know, more than one show uh, going forward. But Catholicism Rocks is a nonprofit. They're a legal nonprofit. I don't know what the designation is in Ireland, but um, – Kathy is the other member, and she's actually in the United States. She's in California, so we kind of got yeah. that that thing going on. But we're also a nonprofit, a 501c3 licensed nonprofit here in the United States. So the partnership, you know, is 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 uh, partnership is is working very very well in our country, uh, Cherry. We have a president who claims to be Catholic and is anything but. In fact, he's in in you know he's Catholic in name only, uh, but by his practices, by the things that he does, he's actually an enemy, an open hostile enemy of the of the Catholic Church and what we really teach and profess. What it, what is the climate against the church where you live? Are you are you experiencing the same thing? Is your government actually hostile to your oh, faith or that's really i think a perennial problem uh, not only in the united states but uh, all over the world there are actually most of the the government officials are graduated from a catholic school but sad to say our problem is this corrupt government in the philippines that's actually the cause of the poverty um because uh, we have this, what we call the split-level Christianity. We have this belief, we have, this, uh, we have all this knowledge of the commandments and the teachings of God, but yet 
we don't do this, we don't show it as uh, we are not really a practicing Catholics, although Filipinos are really uh, religious in nature. We can uh, see a lot of religious practice in the Philippines, and most of the people really are Catholics. As right. We are the, the only one Catholic country in Asia. So, um, But then that's the problem also that most of the uh, leaders are as Catholics, but um, let's say we are not really perfect. So, yeah. But we have to work with that. That's a challenge. Well, I mean, we, can, uh, we, we have the same thing going on in this country. I mean, when we, you and I kind of first met online, um, I was leaving the Catholic Apostle that I formed 14 years ago uh, that is mm-hmm. since fallen into complete heresy. It's it's it, it's run by really there's only one person left that's running it, and he's just absolutely run it into the ditch. Um, there's a lot of dissent within within the Catholic Church country, and that's um, you know because of people want to follow every fanatical um, you know new voice that comes along. Any anybody that's got some you know, shiny new private revelation that people want to latch on to and, and some flavor of the week belief. Cherry, it all it all comes down to fidelity to the magisterium. It comes down to humility and obedience. If you don't have humility and you don't have obedience, um, somehow you've missed out on what the because without humility and without obedience you, pride takes over. Pride takes over because right. you're not willing to be questioned. You're not willing to be corrected. You're not willing uh, to suffer. You're not willing to sacrifice because your pride takes over. Um, mm-hmm. Humility and, and, and obedience, those are the most important things to our Catholic faith. Do you agree? That's true. And actually, that's the, the gospel reading as today here in the Philippines, we are on the second day of the July 2. We are on the third and Sunday of the ordinary day that the theme of the gospel is actually that talks about humility and obedience as Jesus is telling us the the reward is great if we're going to, to love God above all things, but we should also serve others. So Indeed, that's true. We must be obedient and we must be uh, humble enough yeah. to leave these evil works and to fight and stand for what is right. So if we're really true and practicing Catholics, we must show it in our lives. Do yeah, you want to go ahead and read those readings and, and we can kind of dis- discuss it, read the readings for Sunday? Uh, actually, I, I have to uh, scroll it for a while. It's not uh, here okay. yet in my Well, if you want me to pull phone, them up, I, yeah. I can I can do that. Uh-huh. Okay, can you please read that for me? All right. Yes. Uh, the technology maybe can stop us for a while, but with a desire and perseverance, God will help us to find solution for that. As <laughs> my okay. computer crashed. So now, now, yeah. So these are the readings for uh, July second, as you said, the thirteenth Sunday in ordinary time. So mm-hmm. reading number one is from Second Kings. One day, Elisha came to Shunem, where there was a woman of influence who urged him to dine with her. 
afterwards, whenever he passed by, he used to stop there to dine. So she said to her husband, I know that Elisha is a holy man of God. And that's Elisha, not with a J. It's Elisha, the second one. So she said to her husband, I know that Elisha is a holy man of God. Since he visits us often, let us arrange a little room on the roof and furnish it for him with a bed, table, chair, and a lamp. So that when he comes to us, he can stay there. Sometime later, Elisha arrived and stayed in the room overnight. Later, Elisha asked, can something be done for her? His servant, Gehaza, answered yes. She has no son, and her husband is getting on in years. Elisha said, call her. When the woman had been called and stood at the door, Elisha promised, this time next year, you will be fondling a baby son. The responsorial psalm is, forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. The promises of the Lord I will sing forever. Through all generations of my mouth shall proclaim your faithfulness, for you have said my kindness is established forever. In heaven you have confirmed your faithfulness, forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. Blessed the people who know the joyful shout in the light of your countenance, O Lord, they walk. At the time they rejoice all day, and through your justice they are exalted. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. You are the splendor of their strength, and by your favor our horn is exalted. For to the Lord belongs our shield, and to the Holy One of Israel our King. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. Two is from Romans chapter 6. Brothers and sisters, are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were indeed buried with him through baptism into death. So that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live in the newness of life. If then we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has power over him. As to his death, he died to sin once and for all. As to his life, he lives for God. Consequently, you too must think for yourselves as dead for, to sin and living for Christ Jesus. The gospel Amen. is from okay, Matthew. Allow me to... Go ahead. Allow me to read the gospel. Yes. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter above me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever will have lost his life because of me shall find it. Whoever receives you receives me. And whoever receives me receives him who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet in the name of the prophet shall receive the reward of a prophet. And whoever receives the just in the name of the just shall receive the reward of the just. And whoever shall give even to the one of the least of these a cup of cold water to drink solely in the name of the disciple. Amen. I say to you, he shall not lose his reward. The gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Isn't it? Uh, the reading is actually telling us about this. Uh, we have loved God 
above all. And, Whoever and, and we have Christ. to and we have to prove that love. We have to prove that love by our actions, by uh, the way that we support the disciples, by the way that we carry our own crosses. Uh, all, right. all of these things, faith has to be proven. Faith has to be proven by actions. Um, this this passage right here disproves this this idea that we're saved by you know, by faith alone, which is to say that we're saved by an ascent to faith alone. We're not. We're not. Our our faith right. has to be tested. Um, and think of, Cherry, Cherry, think of how shocking this must have been to the first century Jews who were hearing it when Jesus is telling them they have to take up their cross. Because at that point, the cross only had one meaning. It was it was a, a means of, of of a torturous death at the hands of the Romans. They couldn't have understood the way that taking up your cross means dealing with the burdens, accepting the burdens and the sufferings and the sacrifices that come to you in life. It's not about seeking out uh, ways to suffer, but it's accepting the sufferings that come to you in life and uniting those with the sufferings uh, of Christ. And you can't yeah. you can't do that without grace, and you can't receive that grace without humility, without humility and, and obedience. So humility and obedience, it comes back to that. That's what unlocks the door. That's true. As Saint Teresa said, that uh, obedience is the mother of all virtues, and that is the first uh, actually. Uh, the first proof of love. If we love God, we must obey Him. And we must obey with humility. As in Matthew chapter 10, verse 37 to 39 says, Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever has lost his life because of me shall find it. Isn't it amazing that the reward is really great for all of us? Although right. we are doing some sacrifices, meeting these struggles, connectivity issues, some gadget, as I always say that, I sometimes run out of gas as an acronym, gas is gadget, uh, assistance, and uh, sometimes support. We can find a way because God is with us. Yep. So if I run out of gas, I can use diesel instead. <laughs> so right. this diesel is an acronym for I can use uh, dedication. I can use inspiration and intervention from God, intercession from the Holy Spirit from God, from the Holy Mother, I mean, for E is an encounter and experience with one another, and S is for sacrifice, another E is for my exerting effort, and finally L is love. So if I run out of gas, gadget, apps, or assistance and support, I can use diesel. Diesel stands for my devotion and dedication, my inspiration and encounter with God, sacrifice, exerting effort, and love. Wow. Right. Uh, on that note, we, we do have to take a quick break. I've got a commercial I have to play, and then we will be right back on Catholicism Rocks on the Four Persons. We'll be right back right after this message. Top Gun. Top Gun of Virginia has been serving the East Coast with quality swimming pool shot creek and gunite applications for over 35 years. The strong legacy of craftsmanship that Top Gun has garnered is backed by the pride we take in creating a lasting product. 
Top Gun will help you stay on schedule and within budget, while still maintaining the level of quality control and safety that is expected from a name with 35 years of experience. Top Gun. Top Gun of Virginia is a premier supplier of commercial shotcrete and gunite services on the East Coast. Shotcrete and gunite are forms of pneumatically applied concrete which can be used to build or repair structures. Shotcrete and gunite can perform jobs which are not possible or are more difficult with traditional, form and pour, concrete applications. Top Gun uses our own volumetric trucks to apply engineer-certified mixes of both wet and dry process applications to meet any need. Top Gun Top Gun is located at 10017 Richmond Highway, Lorton, Virginia, 22079. You can reach them at 703-550-9207 or email them at info at topgungunite.com. Make sure you mention that you heard this ad on the 4 Persons Podcast. Really quick, I want to go into what's coming up on the 4 Persons now. Tomorrow... I do not have a Sunday show scheduled, but you never know. Something we, we could do one at the last minute, decide to do an impromptu show tomorrow, or or we could um, you know replay something from the past, or who knows. But tomorrow I do have a scheduled podcast on someone else's show, on their video show, and it's the CBS program, which is Catholics versus. And they normally like to debate people from other groups. And that's going to be very interesting. It's going to be video. It's going to be recorded on video. When that will become available to the public, I don't know. I'll find out. But we'll make that available on our YouTube channel when uh, when it does. On Monday, we return with uh, Deb Rojas and the Tangled Knot will return on Monday. We're going to have a special pre-recorded Independence Day special. July 4th is Independence Day here in the United States. On Wednesday, we've got a doubleheader at 7 p.m. Eastern. We've got Uncounseling with Dr. Fred Boley, followed by Ipsatilla is a Catholic parody artist. She does Catholic parody songs, and that's going to be a a really, really interesting show, and and I can't wait for that. And then on Thursday, we have world-renowned Marian apparition expert uh, Kevin uh, Simmons, and um, it it's going to be that's going to be a really interesting show because he's going to be talking about uh, Marian apparitions and um, causes them to uh, be approved, what causes them to be uh, condemned, what is the criteria, and, uh, you know, we'll be talking about some of the, um, you know, some of the big ones that are, uh, you know, some of the big ones that are known, like, for instance, some of the big approved ones that are known are, you know, like, uh, you know, like Fatima, like Lourdes, uh, um, La Salette, Guadalupe, 
hold on, I'm tr- trying to pull up the the technology is not cooperating with me right now. Yes, and that's Kevin Simmons. And again, that's on the 6th, that's on Thursday. So uh, we got uh, quite a slate going. And also, we're going to be starting Richard Pettis is going to be doing a daily show, probably starting Monday. On And, and it's going to be a short show every day. At 3 p.m. Eastern Time, he's going to do the Divine Mercy at the Hour of Mercy, followed by the Saint of the Day. So, got some exciting stuff coming up, Cherry. What do you think? Wow, that's great. Your your uh, radio show is really a full pack of uh, amazing videos, and people who are committed to really stand for their faith and uh, do more. Uh, evangelization and this is a great platform for the Catholics I hope that uh, they will find a way to support your humble mission and to all those people who are listening right now please support us because this is a non-profit organization we can do more um, quality videos blogs if you are all also get some uh, support from you guys so please uh, be with us not only in prayers i hope but in action yep right what are some of the what are some of the guests that you'd like to see us get on and some of the subjects that you'd like to see us uh covered do you have any suggestions um actually because uh this is uh a show for this catholic must First and foremost, uh, give them some insights or probably um, a way to revitalize their faith by uh, going back to the basic basic um, teachings of the church. And then we can have it also be put in this uh, real time and also the mo- modern time. How are we going to, to do this four senses of the, the the scriptures is first and foremost we need to go back to the the story the real story that happened and then after knowing what happened what must be our reactions our our actions and uh, of course we can do better if we are well equipped with these scriptures so we have to provide them really with this uh knowledge of our faith mm-hmm. So what is next for your apostolate? What are you, what are you working on now, and, and what do you think some of your next projects are going to be? I'm actually preparing for this um, catechism with acronyms. So I will be providing basic catechesis using the Catholic Faith Catechism and uh, with the with the Holy Spirit, of course, that is always teaching me something, some new, some some uh, ideas. I will be bringing a summary. I'll be making a summary of this faith using an acronym for the people, the Catholics, to easily memorize and remember the Catholic faith. So please pray for that. Um, that I will be able to have my gadgets uh, fixed and uh have some resources to to make this mission and vision possible amen 
We have one of our one of our um, most important members is is on the line. Terry, how you doing, brother? Oh, pretty good, brother. Pretty good. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I had to break off for a minute. Got uh, caught up in conversation with Deacon, so I haven't really mm-hmm. been listening in. But uh, I, you know, I wanted to call in and 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 show my support. Well, thank you, and and I want to say, Terry, that you. I don't know if. Uh, Terry, are you able to hear Terry, or or, or you can't hear him? Uh, sorry, I can't what? hear him okay. right now. Okay, so um, we'll have to get that we'll have to get that ironed out. I can hear both of you, but Terry can't hear you, Terry. If that's a technical problem, I'll have to get that worked out. But anyway, um, Terry, I want to congratulate you on uh, we had a we had a fantastic show earlier. That was. Um, well, those are those are the kind of shows that just get your blood pumping, don't they? Oh yeah, right. oh yeah. That's what we were so talking much about. Uh, this wonderful opportunity to share my mission and vision, and with the help of God together, really we can build bridges. Not only of prayer, but of course we can build uh, bridges of faith to build heaven here on okay. earth. And that's a catholicism rocks through the poor person that. Incorporation and uh, the Facebook, my Facebook page. Please uh, follow and uh, like my Sherry Maestro Mallorca Facebook page as uh, support for my vision and mission. And of course, I have also my YouTube channel, Miss Sherry Acronym Lady. Uh, thank you so much yep. and uh, a blessed Sunday to all of us. Amen. So for Terry Dell and for Cherry Maestro Mallorca, let me end this with prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hail the Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Sweetness and our hope. To thee do we cry for banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, our most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, pray for us, Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy, be worthy of the promises, the promises of, Christ. of Christ. Terry, thank Amen. you for calling in, and uh, congratulations, like I said, on a, on a great show that you had in the first part. And Terry, thank you for calling in and for everything thank you. that that uh, is being done at Catholicism Rocks. And uh, Terry, back to you, the sky's the limit on what we can accomplish here, isn't it? Yes, sir. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. See you again next Sunday. God bless. Bye. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And Terry, have a blessed 4th of July. Amen. Thank you. Bye. God bless. Good night.